1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Good evening, happy Monday, TGIM. Bringing y'all dynamite. That's what I do, six to seven p.m. on your drive time. Busting through the hype, the hypocrisy, and the hyperbole. And joining me as always, busting through all this, is everybody out there on Facebook Live as usual. Follow me on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as well. And then my partner in the drive time dynamite is DJ Carrot Sticks. Okay, what? That was golf. Oh, that was, oh, that was golf. Oh, okay. I thought that was somebody falling off the bull down in, in uh, Avenida Revolucion down in Tijuana. Well, maybe if our golf announcers got that excited, more people in America would get into golf. No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> not even that could get me interested in watching golf. <laughs> You know what? But I got to tell y'all, that sounds more interesting and more exciting than anything that went down a couple of miles up the, a couple hours up the road from us up in La La Land. Okay. I mean, it, it, I think it's official. Now, I declared Hollywood and the Oscars and anything related to the entertainment industry as a voice of any kind of morality or any kind of just social justice voice in this country. I declared it dead as soon as the Weinstein revelations even started out. Before it got really, really deep and we, we saw how deep and wide it went, I said, you know what, they're dead. They're absolutely dead because it's not just that they had a big in Hollywood perpetrating the crimes that he did. It was how many people knew about it. I don't care how many accents this woman has done pretending she was French or Australian and her dingo and a baby or whatever. Meryl Streep sitting on the front row when she knew. And then and then she had the audacity to say, well, you know what? He needed me more than I needed him. So, you know, and, and wasn't she also the one who said something about, uh, you know, being ugly or somehow protected her from assault? I mean, once all this crap started, they killed off any voice they had. But they still don't get it. They still don't seem to understand that nobody cares. No matter how bad the ratings are, no matter how, what kind of mocking comes about, no, no matter how much the ticket sales stink. I mean, they had to admit last night that half of their movies didn't make any money. Oh, but ha, ha, ha. We just make these movies to annoy Mike Pence. Uh, okay, you know, congratulations, you're driving your business into the ground, but as long as you get the satisfaction of the fact that you pushed a movie that involved pedophilia, okay, because you can feel good about pedophilia, okay, good on you, Jimmy Kimmel. All right, okay, but you know what? I'm, uh, the, but what really kind of struck me as really kind of saying it all is the fact that the founder of Tower Records actually died. While watching the Academy Awards. And not only did he die while watching the Academy Awards, but he did it while he was in the middle of mocking somebody who he said looked hideous. And I got to thinking, this is so perfect. Because they're trying to wipe their conscience by bringing out Ashley um, overly plumped up Cheeks Judd and uh, Annabella had to Google search Shior or whatever her name is because I didn't even recognize this woman. And then uh, Salma 
Hi-yi-yi, has she ever looked so bad? Hayek? I mean, he had to have been talking about Salma Hayek when right before he killed over. Or maybe he wasn't because, I mean, I was shocked, you know. Um, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm okay with mocking how she looked because, you know what, these people mock conservatives all day long. It's what they do. And so I'm glad today that their that they're Oscars fell flat on its face. I'm glad that they were not able to resuscitate themselves. And the fact that they killed off the founder of Tower Records was just too, it was just too appropriate. It was just too cosmic. You know, the, the party of science, they want, to, they, they want to believe everything but re- actual science. Well, you know what? Maybe they'll believe a little bit of that karmic, uh, karmic business going on. They killed off basically the entire entertainment industry because they don't realize that the whole point was to entertain us. It wasn't about pushing agenda. They decided to seize and hijack their own industry, and they ran it right into the ground. But at least they were able to do it surrounded by 500 police officers, armed security up the teeth, including guard dogs. They had streets blocked off, exit ramps closed off, all to provide the snowflakes their little safe space in which they could mock us and demean conservatives. But you know what? I think we're getting the last laugh. Now, speaking of guns, though, and security... Uh, the Parkland shootings are going on three weeks old, but uh, the debate over gun control is not. Uh, the latest on that coming up with the author of The War on Guns, John Lott. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Andrea Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to, Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit the thedavestapletondifference.com. That's the thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248823. 
The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Hey, parents and grandparents, today is the day to get half-price tuition. And now's the time to call to enroll your child or grandchild into a quality private school for the 2018-19 school year for half-price. Call now, 844-800-5757. Log on to am1170theanswer.com and see the list of outstanding private schools. Then call us right away at 844-800-5757. First come, first served. Call now, 844-800-5757. From your friends at Homefront Radio, we want to let you know that we have moved our show from Mondays at 6 p.m. to our new home each Saturday at 1 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All of the valuable content that you look forward to can now be found each and every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Your hosts will continue to forge partnerships with those who enhance the lives of military and veteran families each week. Be sure to tune in this Saturday and every Saturday at 1 p.m. for Homefront Radio, the trusted voice of the veteran community. If you qualify for V8 loan benefits, here's a game changer for you. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you won't believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia can find a program to help virtually any borrower and now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of the equity in your home to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these sky-high home prices, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA Streamline refi, the easiest loan you'll ever get. Call Sonia with the Town Group at Arbor to see if you qualify for the VA Cash Out 100% refi. Rates are inching up, so you can't afford to wait. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. Hey, Hugh Hewitt here, inviting you to join me along with Larry Elder and, yes, Mike Gallagher this summer for the most relaxing and most stimulating cruise you'll ever experience. We three Kanyas, that's Hawaiian for men, will be hosting the Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, island hopping in paradise, discussing the state of our country, the elections are ahead of us. We'll sail to some of the most beautiful sights in the world. Crystal clear waters, majestic waterfalls, lushly green carpeted seaside cliffs, takes your breath away. Then at night we'll get together, Larry, Mike, and me, for an insider's discussion of what's going on in our country. There's a lot to be optimistic about. So join us in paradise. The Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, August 11th through the 18th. I'm already brushing up on my Hawaii with words like Nani, which means beautiful. Mohe, rest. Get the details. Reserve your accommodations early by logging on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword Aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword Aloha. We're going to have a great time. 
1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Glad to have y'all here. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. Um, before the break, we were talking about the Oscars and what all they've killed off. They've killed off entertainment. They've killed off humor. They've killed off what used to be a really fun evening back when uh, Billy Crystal was the host. He was amazing back in the day. Um, but you know what else they've killed off? They've killed off my entertainment segment. Because my entertainment reporter says they've just done run her off. She's not. They're not interesting to her anymore. She didn't even want to report on them. She's like, don't make me try to watch these award shows and have to and have to report back on it. They're they're just a bunch of imbeciles up there. Uh, so that's what's happened there. We are in the process. I promise you guys, John Lott, author of the War on Guns, he was going to chime in. We uh, uh, tonight. Uh, there have been new uh, Florida gun laws that were passed today. Uh, we're going to uh, continue to try to get John on the phone with us to talk about the new laws that that uh, were passed today in Florida, raising the age of being able to purchase. A rifle from 18 to 21, arming teachers, as well as a couple of other gun control measures that took place today in Florida, as well as a school teacher. I don't know if you guys heard about this one. There was actually a school teacher suspended and forced to undergo a psychological evaluation post-Parkland. All right, so we're going to talk to John Lott a little bit later uh, regarding that. Guess what else is back in the news? Syria. Remember a little Syria where uh, President Obama was going to draw a red line in the sand? And then he was like, oh, you know, must have been an invisible ink. You know, complicated situation over there. Um, I don't really have any of the answers, but I, what I do know is that it's back in the news and, and it is kind of scary, that area. Uh, it, at the end of Dinesh D'Souza's movie 2016, he predicted that at the end of 2016 that, that President Obama would have left us, America, economically and militarily neutered and a Middle East under radical Islamist control. And that includes Syria. Joining me now to talk about this and about why Syria is back in the news, why it's a problem, what we need to know and what the Trump administration needs to do is Frank Gaffney, founder, president and CEO of the Center for Security Policy. Hi, Frank. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Okay, so Syria, back in the news. This time it involves North Korea, Iran. Who, who, who's not involved in this situation? What is going on over there? What do we need to know? I think what we need to know is that uh, Dinesh had it about right, and in a way it's worse. And that is that I think the kind of witch's brew that has been – Building in toxicity now for several years, Uh, initially a civil war pitting various factions of uh, the Syrian population against the government, um, has increasingly become internationalized. And as you say, who isn't involved? You've got the North Koreans for sure. You've got the Iranians for sure. You've got uh, terrorist organizations sponsored by the Iranians, Hezbollah for sure. You've got the Russians for sure. You've got Al-Qaeda. Uh, you've got Kurds. You've got um, U.S. Wait, wait just a second, Frank. You uh, said Al-Qaeda. I thought Al-Qaeda was on the run and they were decimated. I thought the only thing now to deal with was ISIS and that President Trump had gotten rid of ISIS. Well, the representations to that effect have been, shall we say, premature. And okay. in fact, uh, worryingly, some of the al-Qaeda elements in Syria are among the forces that we have been supporting as part of the uh, anti-Assad Syrian 
uh, democracy forces, uh, as they've been called. Uh, the truth of the matter is um, they are aligned against um, each other when it suits their purposes. They generally default to being aligned against us, whether it's the Islamic State, ISIS, Hezbollah, Iran, or any of the other Sharia supremacists in that um, uh, well cauldron of a neighborhood. And, and here's the real kicker, as I see it, Andrea, and that is that uh, you put all this together, particularly the Iranian piece and Hezbollah, um, this is almost certainly going to translate into conflict with Israel, which will usher in another uh, horrific, potentially um, uh, exceedingly costly regional war at best, and at worst, it may spill over into other parts of the world as well. How do we stop it? I'm not sure you can stop it at this point. I think what you may be able to do is to uh, attenuate somewhat how vicious it is, uh, and that will take uh, I suspect uh, not only a greater degree of leadership than we've expressed and and, and provided uh, under both President Obama and President Trump to date, um, it's going to have to involve, I think, probably uh, the Iranians being dissuaded from their current conviction, which is that they're going to have their way. Um, and uh, and it will put them in position to strike very easily um, uh, Israel. Israel's doing what it can to signal that it really does have red lines and Iran better not cross them or it will be attacked. At least its forces in Syria will be attacked. But I, I think at this point, the best thing that we can do, uh, to be frank, is to stand with Israel. And uh, I'm glad to see that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu was here with the President of the United States today. He's addressing uh, APAC, the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, tomorrow. And I hope the signals that will be sent throughout this period, um, much as with the decision to put the U.S. Embassy in Jerusalem, Israel's capital, that um, the United States is going to stand with the Israelis and uh, recognize that it's um, really holding frontline ground in the war that is being waged against us as well. The Iran nuke deal, that was something that President Trump was very clear about on the campaign trail, that it was a horrible deal, that Iran had already violated terms and agreements on it, even though they were supposed to be... First of all, there, a lot of it was done in secret. There's some certain aspects of it that we've, we, to this day, I don't think we know that were negotiated. Um, some of it was supposed to be they were supposed to be monitoring themselves, um, and uh, so President Trump campaigned that he was going to tear up the deal. He's got people in his advisors. I think McMaster might be one of them. Could be Rex Tillerson as well, telling him that he needs to stick with the deal. What do you think he needs to do? I think he needs to get out of it, Andrea. I think that uh, further pretending uh, that this deal is in our interest uh, simply translates into legitimating the government of Iran, who is our avowed enemy, uh, who has used the $150 billion that they secured as part of this uh, accord uh, to intensify the threat that they pose to Israel and to our interests more generally in the region and, and in ultimately to us as well. Make no mistake about it. That nuclear weapons program is going forward. The ballistic missile programs are going forward. They will be able to threaten us uh, in, in due course. 
And I think that, um, you know, getting out of the deal means uh, resetting, uh, not only for us, but also for our European allies. Um, this whole idea that uh, we're really bringing is Iran inexorably into the uh, so-called family of nations, uh, the international community. It ain't so, and uh, we're better off recognizing it uh, is not so and, and proceeding accordingly. It's never going to be so. These are people that, that teach their children to chant death to America in their schools every morning. You know, the, the, they have vowed their entire ideology is about destroying the infidel and destroying Western civilization. It's like Dr. Ahmed said to me at one point year, I think it was on the fifth anniversary of 9-11. He said the terrorists wanted to, they're at war with Western civilization. Don't you people get it? He said, don't you understand? You know, that yeah. that's what they're about. I mean, you, I, 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 there are no easy answers here, Frank, because we've got the Democrats that did this deal with Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton that now has North Korea shooting off and, and about to have, you know, plenty of ability to destroy us. And then the same thing happened there with Iran and President Trump has just inherited quite a mess. And, and on yes. top of it, I feel like the people surrounding him are appeasers. Isn't McMaster the one that wants us to – that says a lot of the same crap as Obama that, you know, Islam, ISIS doesn't have anything to do with Islam? He's one of those kind of people, isn't he? Yeah, I am not uh, a fan of General McMaster. I think that he's been a terrible choice. I believe that he has been serially insubordinate to this president. Mm -hmm. I think his judgment on policy has been um, almost unfailingly lousy. And his personnel choices um, to serve uh, in the National Security Council um, have been uh, appalling, uh, including firing people who were sound and, and Trump loyalists and uh, replacing them with people who are uh, at best Obama holdovers and at worst uh, people who I think uh, like him uh, really disagree with this president and his policies. It's been a disaster. Is he the one who got rid of KT McFarlane? Um, among others, yes, ma'am. Wow. Yeah. Um, Got to shift gears uh, really quickly if we can in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, can I, do I have two more minutes? Um, I don't know if you saw the New York Times back. Remember when Pre- President Trump said, you know, uh, Scandinavia and, and Sweden were gone and that it was a mess over there with radical Islam. Oh, my gosh. It, there's no such thing as no-go zones. Everything is great. It's fabulous over there. Um, well, the New York Times finally published an article saying, yeah, things are pretty bad over here with the migrant gangs. Of course, they conveniently left out, you know, the, the – uh, ethnic or ideology behind these gangs going on over there. Um, but yet we still have these these judges here. Pr- President Trump can't seem to get, get anything done in terms of banning people coming here from and, and stopping that scourge from happening here. I'm frustrated on that as well. Yeah, and I think most Americans are, uh, at least anybody with a lick of sense, Sandra. Here, here's what we're seeing play out in Europe, and Sweden is unfortunately just one of the countries in which this is uh, now evident. We're watching the migrants who have arrived mostly from the Middle East um, and North Africa, some from elsewhere in Africa, some from elsewhere in Central Asia, but um, overwhelmingly uh, Muslim. And more to the point, uh, more or less Sharia adherent, which I think is the best way to describe the problem. There are people who believe that their doctrine of um, sort of a supremacist Islam must rule the world. And most of them are fighting age young men, uh, and they are working assiduously to destabilize these Western European countries, uh, where they can, Eastern as well. 
Um, the Western ones have mostly let them in, and the Eastern ones have mostly tried to stop them from coming in. And you have no-go zones. You have rioting. You have rapes on a massive scale. You have um, instability growing by the day in Sweden. They've actually had the, the prime minister talking about civil war as though that may well be in prospect. Um, you have the chief of police there uh, pleading for help because his uh, police are leaving in droves and um, he is unable to maintain public order uh, in part because of these so-called no-go zones that have now sprung up and are becoming essentially a Sharia law adherent uh, parts of uh, Sweden uh, that do not respect or otherwise adhere to the laws of the land. This is now, I'm afraid, a problem not just for Europe. It is a forecast of what the same sorts of folks, again, Sharia supremacists, not all Muslims, fortunately, not all of them want to live under this horrific uh, Sharia program, but those who do seek to bring it here as well. We should make no mistake about that. Mm -hmm. We have to stop bringing more jihadists in. That's something Donald Trump promised to do in the campaign. You're absolutely right. Federal judges are trying as much as they can to impose the old Obama program, interfere with his ability as the commander in chief to exercise the kind of authority and discretion that he needs to, mm -hmm. to keep this situation from becoming worse in this country as well. Well, um, difficult times, and it's it's really tough to do the right thing when uh, the the political correctness has just gotten so entrenched in our society that you can't be honest anymore about the threats that we face, and, and our enemies are using our political correctness and our own laws and our own kind hearts against us. And um, anyway, thank you so much, Frank. Uh, how can people read your stuff and hear your podcast and uh, your work? Uh, it's all available and much more at securefreedom.org. Thank you, Frank Gaffney. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank all you, right. man. Now, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. We come back. We got more of the Andrea K. Show coming up. Did y'all hear about a school teacher? Now, see, last he was he was forced to undergo a psychological evaluation. Now, I got a lot of heat last week for some of my stances that had to do with with the gun control situation and post Parkland. Uh, school shooting. Uh, today is actually the 17th anniversary of the Santana school shooting here. They left two people dead. Andy Williams uh, was the young man who who shot up the school. He's now uh, life in prison. But this is a story. It's been almost three weeks. People are starting to fade a little bit, you know, backing off, talking about gun control. Other stories have, have come about, but we got to keep talking about this, and we're going to carry this more on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Andrea K Show. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Do you have sleep apnea? 
Are you tired of dragging your big, bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. Battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Snoring. It's not funny, and it's definitely not normal. It's actually a sign that you're not breathing properly while you sleep, and you're probably ruining your partner's sleep as well. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, resulting in the loud, noisy sounds of snoring. But now, thanks to an Australian innovation called Mute, the answer to your snoring problem may be right under your nose. Mute is an easy-to-use and comfortable nasal dilator that sits inside the nose and supports your airway, keeping it open while you sleep. It helps you breathe more easily through your nose so you can keep your mouth closed. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both to enjoy a better night's sleep. Mute is available now at Walgreens, GNC or your local drugstore. Find your nearest store at MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. All right. So the Mueller investigation goes on. I, it, it's now it's now extended back. I don't know to the Middle East. I, I told y'all from the beginning that here that I thought that Mueller his job was going to be go so far so wide that if he had to go all the way back to 1972 to find a hammer that Trump bought at Home Depot and wrote off on a tax return without a receipt, he was going to go down for a hammer. Okay, that's what this is about, and it continues in spite of the fact that it has been, what, a year and a half, two years, how long now? There's been no evidence of anything uh, untoward with President Trump and Russia. Even worse, there was no probable cause for this investigation to begin with because it was all based on lies and smears that were paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC 
information that was withheld from the FISA court. Trey Gowdy says today he thinks that what we really need here is another special counsel, special prosecutor. Uh, I think what we need is to kill this investigation, but I could be wrong. And joining me now is Victor Davis Hanson to discuss this from the Hoover Institution. Hi, Victor. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you for having me. All right. So I just laid it out there here. We're a year and a half in. There's still no evidence of, of any wrongdoing from President Trump and in, in what this investigation was supposed to be about. Thanks to Nunes and others, we now know that it was all based on lies anyway. And it was Hillary, Hillary Clinton who basically purchased a warrant in order to spy on a sitting American. Yet the Mueller investigation goes on. Where is Jeff Sessions? Well, I think he kind of boxed himself into when he kind of panicked when the left went hysterical that he, as a senator, met a Russian, and he gave in to Rod Rosenstein, who was an Obama appointee, and he put Mueller in there, which is exactly what Comey had designed when he said that he had leaked seven memos of his conversations with the president in search of a special prosecutor. But I think that what Mueller's got to watch out for is that he's setting certain examples in his investigation and they're going to boomerang back on him. And I'll give you an example. He's saying that Michael Flynn uh, was indicted and then confessed because he gave false statements to an FBI agent. That confession is probably going to be withdrawn because it was based on FISA, uh, improper FISA transcripts that were collated with his testimony. But if that's a precedent, then Cheryl Mills and Umid Abedin, we know, gave false testimony to the same investigator, Peter Strzok, when he mm-hmm. asked them, did you know about Hillary's private emails? And they said they didn't have no idea whatsoever. And yet we knew when they made that statement, they had already used those very emails to communicate with her. And the same thing is true when, when Mueller says, we cannot have foreigners involved in a U.S. election. We're going to extradite them and indict them. Well, Christopher Steele was not only involved in the U.S. election, he was acting uh, for the Hillary Clinton campaign and was being paid through fusion GPS. And unlike the Russians, he can be easily indi- uh, extradited. He's in Britain, which has a treaty with us. So every time he does something, the logical question arises, okay, if that's the precedent, uh, you cannot lie to the FBI or you cannot lie under oath. And James Comey, we know swore to Congress that he had not prepared the final report on Hillary Clinton until he had interviewed her. And we know now he wrote it before he'd interviewed her. So I guess what's happening is he's entering a political problem, one of public relations, because he's basically saying, I'm going to have a track, but there can't be any parallel track uh, going after the emails or going after FISA or going after the improper uh, surveillance and unmasking. There can't be any of that, even though they are the same um, criminal violations that I'm saying that I can indict on. That's not a sustainable proposition. Well, so I, one of two things are going to happen. They're either going to have to put another special prosecutor, and that's going to be very tempting because how else are you going to get to the bottom of this? And is that special prosecutor going to be cross-fertilizing and saying, Robert Mueller, when did you, what did you know and when did you know it when you were in charge of the Uranium One investigation? Well, I think we're, yeah, well, excuse me for for interrupting, but I I think, yeah, yeah, I think where where people are frustrated is we've already seen that um, there is a double standard, that the, the, anything related to Republicans or conservatives, they get indicted, they get, you know, there is a, a voracious, 
um, you know, a desire to take them down, and it ends up happening. Meanwhile, anybody a Democrat or involved with, with the Democrats in any way, they get a pass. So I, I hear what you're saying that it, it, in 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 the it should be the case that Mueller has set himself up and others for, um, for example, it should be the case that Andrew McCabe is going to face an indictment just like Mike Flynn did. But we've already seen that there's two sets of rules, one for Democrats and one for but, Republicans. But, but you see see what the Democrats are doing and what Adam Schiff and what and you get emails from the Democratic. I do as a columnist. They're trying to set a narrative. And what is the narrative they're saying now that they're scared that they have exposure because the more Mueller does something, the more they get afraid that a specialist counsel could do the same to them. So what they're saying is, okay, poor Andrew McCabe, second at the FBI's life was ruined. Okay, Rebecca's life at the FBI was ruined. Page and Strzok, great people, their lives are ruined. Baker's life was ruined. The poor oars, husband and wife, uh, he at the DOJ, she working on they're ruined. Glenn Simpson discredited. Can't we put an end to this? So many lives have been destroyed. We've suffered so much. Let's just call it quits. Mm. And that, that's what that's what their narrative is going to be. And uh, I think the Republicans are so frustrated. What they're probably going to do is appoint a special counsel, start it up, and then you'll see Mueller do one of two things. He'll either shut down the investigation or he will go after minor Russians or he'll go after some peripheral people and he'll call off the obstruction because if he doesn't a spe- another special counsel will really get, they can go after hillary and maybe even obama so the only way that the republicans are going to put an end to this is not by the merits and saying what you're doing is a abuse of the special prosecutor's purview but we're going to do the same thing to you and that's it's going to be much worse than what you're doing. And do you want to keep going with this or not? Right. Well, who who would be appointing a special prosecutor? Because Jeff Sessions has appointed, actually is, has designated the Inspector General Horowitz, I guess, to do this. And then according to Trey Gowdy, he doesn't even have prosecutorial power. He doesn't even have no, jurisdiction. No, There's like 24-something witnesses that would have to be involved, and he doesn't even have any power over it. So I'm wondering why. No, but no, but you're, I, I think you're confu- conflating. Okay. The, the uh, inspector general is going to issue on a report, and they're waiting for that. Once that report is there, uh, they're not going to contaminate any further investigation at DOJ or whatever. So what Sessions can do then, he can order Rod Rosenstein and say, just as you uh, appointed because I recused myself, somebody uh, to go after the Russian collusion, so-called. I am now directing you to appoint a special counsel to go after matters in which I'm not conflicted. I'm not conflicted because there are separate issues of FISA and there's separate issues of uh, email, et cetera. He can do that. A special counsel doesn't need co- congressional approval. He can do that tomorrow. And I'm told that the only reason he's not doing that, he doesn't want to, sp- to um, appoint a special counsel until we get this Horowitz report because I think they feel that there's going to be exposure of these people and it's going to build public uh, support for doing what he what he's planning. I think he will appoint a special counsel. Well, I think that he should appoint it himself instead of Rosenstein. I mean, Rosenstein's the guy who signed. Well, I mean, was, I just, yeah, I think he will. I think he uh, okay, will. Because I, give it, yeah. Yeah, because Rosenstein's the guy who signed. He signed was one of the people who signed his name to the to the FISA warrant request that was based on lies, knowing it was unsubstantiated. But what what, so. what does all this come back to? See, what I, I I say to myself: How do we get in this mess? 
And we got in this mess because when Trump came into office, he did not have a Republican establishment behind him. So what would have usually happened, the Obama people, just as the Bush people did, would have resigned. They would have gone out of office. He would have had a whole, but he was uh, a target of his own never Trump people. So when he came in there, he did not have the support of the party. He didn't have appointments. He didn't have uh, swamp creatures, so to speak. And what the Obama did, they left IEDs throughout the DOJ, throughout the FBI, throughout the CIA that did not resign. And Sally Yates was a good example in all the harm that she did. She signed a FISA warrant after Trump was elected. And so that's the problem. It's We've got to get, we being the conservative movement, and Trump have got to go through all of those departments and start cleansing them of Obama people because it's going to never end. Yeah. But we don't have the support of the traditional organs of the Republican Party. There's members in the Senate and the Congress that feel that Trump is, you know, toxic. You've yeah. got the weekly standard commentary, national review. So we don't, he's not drawing on traditional support from the Republican establishment. And that means he's shorthanded. Well, yeah. Well, it's like I said, he faces two opposition parties he did when he took office. And uh, that's made it very difficult. And, and it's amazing what he's gotten done with how he it's has been undermined, with what how he's been undermined. You know, anybody else would have quit. Anybody else would have resigned. He, I don't know he, how he does it. I don't he's know how he does it. One years, he's 71 years old and he gets up every morning at four o'clock. And what does he hear? He hears attacks on his wife, on his daughter, on his sons, on his person. He hears attacks about on his staff. He's told he's going to be indicted. He's, he's told he's going to be in jail. He's told that he's carrying on an affair, which he's not. He's having all these lurid GPS fusion dossier uh, lies about him. And uh, he's what he's been ritually stabbed by Shakespearean actors. He's been hung. He's yeah. been shot. He's been decapitated. We've never seen anything like that. Ninety percent, according to the Annenberg Harvard Media Center, Ninety percent of all media coverage is is anti-Trump. We've never been in that territory before. No, it. it, it if I was him with his money, I would have been like, dude, I can go buy myself a private island somewhere and sit around all day long, sipping a cool and reading a good book. I don't need this aggravation. You no, know, he what an extraordinary he guy, um, Victor Davis Hanson. How can people read your stuff? Uh, I have it collected at victorhanson.com. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Look forward to having you back sometime soon. Thank you. All right. Okay, so um, we're going to go to a break. We come back. We weren't able to connect with John Lott. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys about this school teacher that was hauled in and forced to undergo a psychological evaluation. Wait till you guys hear this. It absolutely should not be happening in this country. And then we've also got a feel-good story we want to share with you guys tonight, too. And then, breaking news out of San Diego. What happened with who stole 360 thousand dollars in benefits here in San Diego? And how did he get away with it? Another story you guys don't want to miss. More Andrea Keisha coming up.
Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Rolling on. This is into our final uh, segment here. Um, if you guys want to be a part of the show, I got we got about eight minutes left. Uh, give me a call here, 888-344-1170. I'm curious as to what you guys think about Frank Gaffney, his segment on Syria, not getting as much uh, play. I, I don't think people realize how desperate of a situation is over there. It's a brewing storm. It's all coming to a head involving North Korea, Iran, Russia, Basically, you heard Frank Gaffney, the president of the Center for Security Policy, say that he's expecting a war in the Middle East involving Israel. This is this is some serious stuff going down. And uh, President Trump is surrounded with some some smart people, some brilliant people, as well as some people that are a little too much of of appeasers, in my opinion. You also heard from Victor Davis Hanson talking about the Mueller investigation. He thinks there's going to be a special prosecutor assigned. and He thinks Jeff Sessions is going to do it. He's just waiting for the inspector general report i think that um i think that's what president trump was trying to make happen with his tweet last week uh, pushing session saying oh he's assigned the inspector general to investigate this the guy doesn't have any prosecutorial power i think president trump knows that he's pushing sessions in the right direction there um speaking of being pushed in the wrong direction though gun control the florida legislators passed today um you have to be – they raised the age to purchase a firearm from uh, – rifle from 18 to 21. However, they did not ban high-capacity magazines, nor did they ban the sale of anything that looks like an assault-style uh, an, an assault, uh, weapon. 
even though there really is no such thing. Um, what they did do, they did vote to authorize the arming of teachers. There is, and that is something that President Trump said that he wanted, he pushed for initially, then he seemed to back off from it, then he made the comment, take the guns first, and then due process second, which really caused a firestorm. Since then, basically, other than the Florida state legislators, there's been nothing happening in terms of gun control legislation. We've had uh, walkouts from schools and other things happening, nothing really happening at the federal level. But there were 200 teachers in Ohio that signed up a sheriff offer to teach them how to how to protect themselves in the schools. So this is something that that Ohio teachers were on board with. Florida has passed now a law authorizing it, even though the Second Amendment should have granted it in the first place. So this teacher at this in um, I, at, at Cherry Hill is his school district. I think it's in New Jersey. This teacher gets up in front of the class and says. Uh, you know, I, I want to be able to arm myself. You know, I want to be able to, he's an Iraq veteran, gets up in front of the class and says he's he's all for being armed. And he says, I want to put myself between you and the gunman here. This is what I think. Because, of course, every school around the country is talking about this right now. We are encouraging. The left wants to tell us that high school kids should are so tra- traumatized all across the country that this has to be talked about. So this teacher has a conversation, says he wants to be armed, he wants to protect them. Well, most almost all the students thought it was a fabulous idea because you know what? The school teachers are the front line of security right now anyway. Why not arm them with more than just the skin and the bones on their backs, right, that they're having to use as shields? What ends up happening? This school teacher, one kid, has to be escorted to the principal's office crying over it. I don't know why she's so traumatized by a school teacher saying, hey, I want to protect you. But no, she goes to the principal. What do they do? They haul, they suspend this teacher and haul him and put him through a physical and a psychological examination. To my friends out there, conservatives, who want to jump on board with the bandwagon of rush to have mental illness control be the next area in which there's a rush to somebody says something this is what i warned against and i got into some heated battles with some people that i love very much jim brown cv burton who are on board with the oh my gosh somebody says something you know i I get it you want somebody like nicholas cruz who's made all these threats to be taken in and arrested and or put under a psychological evaluation because they're obviously a nut job. I get it. But we have to be careful about who's got the authority to declare us needing to be hauled in and under and forced under psychological evaluation. This being the perfect example of a government run amok. There is no reason why this teacher should be suspended and forced to undergo a physical and a psychological evaluation just for saying Basically, what President Trump said, the teachers should be armed. we got to be very careful about what we're doing with this. I'm curious as to what you guys think. Uh, feel free to give me a call, 888-344-1170. Speaking of bold talkers, though, guess who's on tomorrow's show? Who remembers Katie Hopkins? She's the fabulous uh, British talker gal, former reality star. Um, actually, she had, I think she actually served in the British uh, military at some point, or maybe even the Mossad, I'm not sure. Ended up a media star, conservative gal. She, after the Manchester terrorist attack in which little girls were um, blown and, and, and destroyed over there at a concert, an Ariana Grande concert, I think she ended up losing her radio show as a result because she was speaking honestly about it. 
about the threat of radical Islam, just like we were talking about with Frank Yaffney. We, uh, Britain is almost gone at this point. Europe, almost gone. We've got to stop that from happening here. Katie Hopkins was at CPAC. She had a warning for America, and she's going to be on the show tomorrow. She's going to be telling us our warning, what we need to do here in America. You're not going to want to miss this segment tomorrow. But we always want to end the show where we try to end the show on something feel good. And we started the show with a feel-good moment on the golf course, although I didn't really understand it. Um, but you had a feel-good story, DJ Carrot Sticks, you wanted to share. Well, yeah, there's this this story that's going around, and, it, and it's really you know hitting the Internet and social media. There's this player who, um, he's from the University of Central Florida, who that, that college wasn't really recognizable before, but in the last couple of years they've done really well on football. Football player? Football player, And okay. so this guy, um, let's see, his name is... His last name is Griffin. Uh, Shaquem Griffin is his name. He was born with a birth defect. Somehow a band was on his on his left hand. So he, he had to have his, when he was four years old, had to have his left hand or his right hand amputated. Okay. And, and originally, so he actually, despite all this, he became a great college football player. He A, a week before the, Colum, the Columbine, where they test all the NFL players, he was going to get snubbed. He wasn't invited or anything. There's all this you know hubbub about him going. So sure enough, he gets invited and he's breaking records. No. Yeah. So so far for linebackers, he did this bench press of 225 pounds plus something like that. He benched it 20 times, the most since 2003, and he has the record now for linebackers in the 440. Wow. So they were saying originally, you know, it wasn't going to go the combine, uh, Columbine. Maybe he'd be uh, picked in the fifth or sixth round later in the NFL. But it looks like he's going to go like one or two. Wow. That's an amazing story. That and his brother, a he's a twin, and his oh. brother already plays for the Seahawks. Okay. So it's just like, what amazing family. He must have been raised with amazing parents that give him that, you know, never quit attitude. And, you know, there's all these stories about how people said never make it. Some colleges dropped him. But here he is. He's about to be drafted in the NFL, a top player, and he's and he's missing a hand. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful story. Thank you, DJ Carrotsticks. You know what I forgot to, to do um, tonight? I forgot to put it out there to everybody for uh, last week's uh, Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, so I think... That I don't know if that story qualifies as last week's hero of the week. Maybe when did you read that story? Well, the the Columbine thing is happening this week. That's this week. Okay, so let's brainstorm here. Who should we declare as our stink of the week from last week in our hero of the week? What was particularly stinky? Sunday, the Oscars this week. That counts as this week. Oh, when we're going with last week, yeah, well, it has we, to be the deputies. The deputy. Well, or was that last week or that was the week before actually? Because Parkland happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you guys need to tell me who you think was last week's Hero of the Week and last week's Stink of the Week. We got some catching up to do. Yeah, we got some catching. Yeah, we got some catching up to do on that. Um, I, you know, I got into such hot water last week. Maybe I need to declare myself the Stink of the Week because last week I, I got mad. I got in some trouble because I said that I didn't think President Trump should have come out with the comment of "take guns first and due process second. So maybe I was, I was, I will tell you, I was considered particularly stinky, but you know what? I I am going to always push to, because I don't trust our government. I don't trust what I I don't, I I don't trust anybody in it. I, I, I think Ronald Reagan would agree with me. 
that I don't, I think we've got to be very careful. We don't have, one of the reasons why I'm disappointed, I'm, we're going to try to get John Lott on the show because he's got this book, The War on Guns. And the reality is, is more kids, more teenagers die from texting and driving every week than they do from guns. We've got to be careful. And, and most mentally ill people are not violent and most violent people are not mentally ill. So maybe I was, maybe y'all thought I was stinky, but I'm going to push back against any attempts to control us because that's really what liberalism is all about. Hey, you know, y'all know what I'm about. I'm about busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night. I'm going to be back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. Love you all. Have a great night.